0: Hey, I'm Paul Stevenson, and this is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast. with a big-name interview show every Monday, and yesterday's was Credence Clearwater Revival's Doug Cosmo Clifford. Please do check it out. And one of these short episodes every day, Tuesday through Sunday. Thanks, as always, for hitting play. Now, today is October the 11th, and on this day in 2016, Rod Stewart became Sir Rod Stewart when he was knighted at Buckingham Palace. This was in recognition to his services in music and charity. On this day in 1980, Zenyatta Mondata went to number one on the UK album chart. It was The Police's second UK number one album, and this one featured singles Don't Stand So Close To Me and Dee Do Doo Doo, doo De Da Da Da. And going back to 1999, Motley Crue's Tommy Lee was released on bail after facing charges relating to a riot at a gig in North Carolina a couple of years earlier. He had allegedly incited the crowd to attack a guard and had poured a drink over the guard's head too. But for our main show, we take a look at someone celebrating their birthday today. Yes, born on this day in 1946 was Daryl Hall, the man turns 76 years old today. Along with John Oates, the pair achieved fantastic success in the US with six number one singles and seven platinum-selling records. But don't call them partners, as Joe Kay from Play That Rock and Roll podcast explains.
1: Daryl Hall turns 76 today, and he recently announced a tour based on his wildly popular web series live from Daryl's house, with Todd Rundgren opening for him. In order to drum up some interest for this trek, Daryl's been making the usual rounds in the press, including a visit to Bill Maher's new podcast, Club Random. Now, I can hear you groaning from here. (laughs) I get it. Bill Maher is not a guy who puts anyone in a good mood. But I have to give him at least a little credit for this. Bill has always made room for rock star opinions on his HBO show, Real Time, as well as his old series, Politically Incorrect, and his new podcast is no different. He got an interesting discussion out of Sammy Hagar, so I thought I would tune in to his recent episode with Daryl, which did not disappoint. Early in the conversation, the topic turned to songwriting, and while setting up a question, Bill made a reference to John Oates, saying to Daryl, You have a partner. Daryl's response to this seemingly innocuous comment was a fascinating look at how Daryl sees his relationship with John. He immediately tensed up and shot back, I don't have a partner. You think John Oates is my partner? Bill, presumably thinking of his Hall and Oates record collection, responds, You still tour together, don't you? But Daryl shrugs that off with, Yeah, but he's not my partner. He's my business partner. Caught completely off guard, Bill hilariously responds, Oh, jeez, look what I've stumbled into. Daryl doubles down, saying, He's not my creative partner, and then goes into a long-winded explanation about how he sees John as a brother, but not a, quote, creative brother. He acknowledges that they made records under the Hall and Oates name, but insists that they have always been separate, which is a very important distinction for him. The situation gets a bit more uncomfortable, as Daryl cracks a bottle of whiskey and pours himself a glass in response to Bill pushing back on this notion, which appeared to frustrate Daryl even further. Seriously, the man is seething for a few moments here, which Bill finally picks up on. After stammering for a moment, Bill finds a path off this topic by praising Daryl's songwriting, and the conversation continues on smoothly from there. Now, diehard Holonotes fans have been well aware of this dynamic for years now, as Daryl has always been open about his frustration about being so closely connected to John. In 2017, Daryl told the San Jose Mercury Times We exist for what we did in the past. But as one grows up, one becomes more individualistic in one's life. When you are 20 years old, you need a buddy. When you're 70 years old, You don't need a buddy as bad. So what we do is work separately. We don't really do a lot together other than share a stage. And when they tour now, they do it as Daryl Hall and John Oates, as opposed to the old Hall and Oates moniker, which you would find on their classic records. All of this begs the question, why is this so important to this guy? The easy answer is Daryl's ego. Daryl has never been a guy who holds back his opinions, And he strongly believes that he is far more responsible for Hall and Oates' success than John. And that's not new. There has always been an uneasy peace between Daryl and John. For instance, you can go back to a Rolling Stone profile on them from 1985, which includes this observation. Daryl Hall is the star of Hall and Oates. The name, in fact, almost seems inaccurate. Oates is, technically speaking, an equal partner. But Hall writes most of the songs, performs most of the songs, and dominates their videos and concerts. The two have a strange relationship. They are a cross between business partners and brothers. Hall doesn't seem to really like Oates. And Oates seems removed, even distant, from the entire Hall & Oates organization. It's uncanny to read that and then hear echoes of it from Daryl in 2022. This same article also mentions the blatant homophobia these two men were subjected to in the 80s, as cruel rumors about them being gay lovers were often spread, all for the crime of releasing one album cover with glitzy headshots, and also for having a largely female fanbase. This was, of course, enough for Rolling Stone to actually ask Daryl about those rumors, and they weren't the only ones. Apparently so many publications brought these rumors up to Daryl that he would be prepared with a snarky response. No, John and I have never been lovers. He's not my type. Too short and dark. Not a great answer, especially in hindsight. But it may be another explanation for Daryl's bizarre resentment about being so closely associated with John. I'll close with one last quote from this rather off-the-wall Rolling Stone article. While expressing some frustration about being labeled a pop act, Daryl blurts out, I think we're the 80s Beatles. If we had been born 20 years earlier, maybe the world would have seen that. There's something about our personalities that is very Lennon and McCartney-esque. I know people will have trouble accepting that, but I don't have any trouble accepting it. This would be the one quote I would ask Daryl about today, the Beatles comparison. Not as far as their output or talent goes but about the Lennon and McCartney-esque line. Because what he's referring to there, above all else, is a partnership.
0: The brilliant Joe Kay there. Check out his show, play that rock and roll podcast on your podcast app now. But that's it for October the 11th. I'll be back tomorrow with a clip from a rocking lead singer whose hit was infuriatingly kept off the top spot on this day by Brian Adams' Robin Hood song. But until then, take care.